Hello everyone and welcome to Subtle Frequencies. You may have noticed that once again there are horrible little creatures emerging from the ground. I don't like it. You don't like it. I'm trying to just figure out what they are, why they're here, what they want. And I'm coming up empty, so as luck would have it, I'm going to be joined by an expert who knows what these things are and why, why they are. My guest today, Victoria Campbell, is an adjunct professor of entomology at Wilmington University. She receives her BS in biology from Delaware State University, and her MS from Colorado State University, and her PhD in insect toxicology from the University of Florida. She lives in Dover, Delaware with her husband Mark and their two children. She's currently doing research on the Brood X Cicada emergence of 2021. Well, Victoria, how are you doing today? Um, uh, I'm fine, I guess. I'm a little confused uh, about a few things, but um, pretty good, Pan, I guess, I guess. That's not what I like to hear, but, you know, we all, we all have struggles. I get it. Well, let's get to the, the topic at hand. Look, how... How terrified should I be right now? Because I'm, I'm resting at like a, a six and a half, maybe. Well, if you're talking about the cicadas, I that's would... That's what you want to call them. That's my professional term for them, is, is going to be cicadas. Then not very worried. They're just insects. You know, they're just bugs. And they, they're, they're not poisonous. They won't, you know, attack you or bite you. Uh, they're pretty harmless are they're not gonna harm anybody okay i mean you say that and yet you know you bug expert you sound like you're kind of scared i yeah i would say i would say that's more to do with this place than the cicadas i i don't know exactly how i got here and um this is a very strange place i i think we would both agree i hope I, I don't know. It's a normal day. It's kind of a little sunny for my taste. The only weird thing right now is all these dang noisy bugsies. So, regarding the place, how do you think a town like this can prepare for the onslaught from, from these so-called cicadas? How Are there any preparations that, you know, in the past people have made to deal with these these sort of invading things or like what do we what sort of fortifications might be necessary is there anything people listening right now can start on to protect themselves better what's probably more important to consider is the fact that there's really not much you need to do i wouldn't recommend using pesticides or you know killing the bugs uh the cicadas uh or putting you know any chemicals anywhere i mean they won't be alive for very long and anything that you put on the cicadas are going to just kind of move down the food chain. So whatever animals end up eating the cicadas, you don't want them getting sick. If you spray something on your lawn, you're going to kill the grass. So I would really recommend doing very little to the cicadas, to the bugs. Huh, kind of a less is more sort of strategy. Yeah. I guess we could try that. You are the expert after all. That's why you're here. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So I've never seen you around before. You told me you're from um, Dover. Never heard of it. Sounds sounds nice though. Uh, what brings you to town though? Like, that's uh, well, unusual to have a visitor. Yeah. Uh, that's not super surprising. Well, I was d- doing some research on the Brood X, which is a very large brood on the east coast of the united states and Mm -hmm. they've been you know in their incubation period they've been hibernating for 17 years and now it's time to come out and i was driving down the road and then i'm here i it's a little fuzzy in my head right now i there was i think there was something on the road 
and I and I and I swerved to get out of the you know, I didn't want to hit it. And then I was yeah. driving down the street of this town and I cannot describe exactly all of the things that I've been seeing here. And then I called 911 because I As was scared and I I thought they would help me. And then the radio station that this program is on answered. Yeah, I thought you were just calling in to, like, offer your expertise kind of conveniently. No. I mean, I'm happy to to talk about the cicadas, but I'm also worried. Uh, Well, I mean, we're all worried. I know you're trying to, like, calm us down, but I'm... I don't know. You said about like the cicadas emerging after seventeen years. Like I don't get it. Is are they mad about like our sinful behavior, or like why are they choosing to besiege us right now? You know, after we trapped them seventeen years ago. Oh my. Um. Well, that's just their life cycle. It's designed uh-huh. to help them evade predators. Maybe you know, no predator has evolved to eat them because they're they're. Uh, incubation periods are so long they only are above ground for a short while so and there's so many of them that whatever you know Uh does eat them is is you know they've eaten all that they want and the cicadas still have a lot more right i don't think they're after anyone they just want to live so if they're not angry with us then why are they always screaming well it's it's the the males of the species. They have these uh little pockets, you know, these chambers in their abdomens that kind of vibrate and make this really loud sound. And it's designed to to let the other cicadas know, you know, hey, we're this crew over here. This is our territory, but it's also to to let the ladies know, the female cicadas know to come over and um they can have a party. So that's party. Or mate. They they mate. Oh, yucky. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Well, um, that's all pretty weird. Pretty gross. Uh I kinda wish I knew less now, but here we are. I have a feeling like you've kind of alluded to this already, but I just in the interest of being thorough, I've got another question if you don't mind. Um sure. sh- should we should we kill them? I I wouldn't I wouldn't. One, there's a lot of them. It would take, you know, it would it would be impossible, really. And pretty also, strong. I believe you, but also they're part of the food chain. You know, things eat them. So that's good. Should um, we eat them? I I don't think they taste very good, but you oh. could, I guess. I wouldn't. I they don't taste good. That kind of tracks with just their whole style. They don't do many things good, if you ask me. Okay. Well, okay. So, look. You're throwing a lot of, um... What I would consider counterintuitive sort of information my way, but I trust your expertise. All of this to say, um, I'm surprised at the information you're giving me about cicadas. I think a lot of people around town probably have similar and you know perfectly valid misgivings about these uh, devilish little buggies and they would want to talk to someone with your expertise hopefully you know we could set some things right provide some calming intel about these invaders so that people don't have to worry anymore um if that's even possible so I think we should get some phone calls going. Everyone who, sure. you know, is panicking can call in and okay. it you can hopefully talk them down. What do you think? Um, I yeah. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Well, we've just got a couple quick words from our sponsors and then we'll be back to talk about it's cicadas, cicadas. Whatever. Commercial. Hey, this is Jeremy just reminding you to buy stuff. 
Okay, everyone, we're back and we're ready to talk bugs. Uh, if you got a question about a cicada, well, at least one of us has an answer. And we're ready with the first caller right now. First caller, you're on. How's it going? Hey there, Pan. It's H-E Double Hockey Stinks. Hey, him. Good to hear from you. It's been a while. Yeah, I've got a very important question here. I am worried that these cicadas, as you're calling them, are... I'm just worried about their flesh-eating capabilities. Ooh, what? yeah, that's an important like, concern. Can they and will they consume a human being at the same rate as the scarab beetles as seen in the film The Mummy Returns? Right, yeah. I hadn't even considered that as an option, but bugs are capable you, of all see, sorts of horrors, huh? Is that a... When I see this many bugs in one place, that's the first thing my mind goes to. Absolutely. Wait, wait. Is this a, a real question? Like a real question? AG Double Hockey Sticks does not ask anything but real questions. Okay. Mm, that's true. Okay. And I'm going to second it. Um. Okay. Well, no. Uh, the the cicadas can't. They can't break your flesh. Like they their their mouths are very small. They eat leaves and things. You know, they're they're not eating people like in the. So they are not like the piranhas of the air. No, no, they're not like the CGI beetles in the Mummy Returns. Are they like the CGI beetles in the first Mummy movie? No, no. You mean the one made with Boris Karloff? No, the first, the mummy. Just the mummy. Just the mummy? Yeah, the film, The Mummy, starring Boris Karloff. No, no, no. no. It has Brendan Fraser and... Yeah, that's The Mummy Returns. No, that's the second one. No, it's the first film. And first, no, it's a standalone film, The Mummy Returns. I mean, they're different movies, yeah. There's two... What are you talking about? I don't know a lot about what's happening today, but I do know that the first movie... With Brendan Fraser and the Mummy, and the, I mean, there's Beatles in that one too, and then there's a second one, The Mummy Returns. There's a third one even. What? I think they have a kid or something. You know, they take the kid on a thing. Oh, my sources are confirming your story here. Have I gone this long not knowing that there were not one but three Mummy films? Uh, so, can cicadas or can cicadas not? Eat humans at an alarming rate. No, they they cannot. Is there any potential for them taking a nibble of people and then discovering that they really love the taste of human flesh? Oh, interesting. Yeah, like they, they never knew before. To learn how to do it. Yeah, there's enough of them where I'm worried about this. I mean, there are a lot of them, but again, no, no, they can't eat people. They just can't. I don't. No. So this, this is what I'm thinking. Cicadas, big swarms of bugs. Mm-hmm. Swarms of scarab beetles as seen in The Mummy Returns. Okay. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Uh-huh. Fraser uh-huh. Crane. Niles Crane. The Nile. Whoa, I think wait. you see where this is going. It's all connected. Starting to see the pieces come together. The okay. puzzle. It's right in front of us this whole time. Yeah. Okay. The cicadas are a sign. Well, a sign how, of what? Yeah. How Wait the, a second. Oh. Fraser Crane had a talk radio show. Yeah. It's all coming together. And this is that. You are Fraser Crane. No, I'm not. It's me, Pan, remember? It forms a perfect circle in my experience okay. studying sort of phenomenons and such. These circles are formed through connections, through associations. It's honestly a lot. You know, I can't really describe it here or on this program, but it means quite a bit. Okay. When these associative circles, you know, the arborization of information in this way, it doesn't bode well, is all I'm saying. I would not be surprised if these creatures learned to enjoy the flesh of mammals Starting possibly from the bottom and going up. Well, at least they have a ways to go, so... You see, they're underground-dwelling creatures. 
Uh, yeah, yep. So then it'll start with the voles. The voles will come out? They'll start eating the voles. Oh. And then they'll start to understand that the power of their numbers is in their favor. They'll start eating larger fare. The chipmunks, then the squirrels, and then, I postulate most certainly, an entire adult deer. And then the leap from that to one of us is a small one. That's That's ominous. Yeah. And by the time they've eaten all those voles and moles and deers and what have you, they'll have so much, like, caloric, you know, energy. We probably, we'll have to throw out everything we thought we knew about cicadas now that they're on this new diet. All that protein's gonna make them a powerful enemy. Um, okay. Thank you so much for illuminating this subject. I gotta get back to my work. H-E double hockey stick slogging off. Alright, good talking to you. Uh, even though you've made me more scared than before, which was kind of the opposite of what I was hoping for, but... I I just want to say, once again, they don't eat meat. Yet. They, they, they eat, like, tree sap and, you know, roots and vegetation and stuff like that. I mean, they're not... They're not eating voles, I... It is an upsetting image, but it's based on n- no science. I guess, you know, things things change. Look, I think we should just keep an eye on that as a possibility is all that okay. is my big takeaway. You, you never know is one thing about science that I heard. Sometimes stuff happens. Okay. Sure. All right, I'm going to take that as you agree. Yep, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's probably someone else with some questions or, like, more horrible information to reveal, so let's just dig into our next caller right now. Next caller, you're on. Hi, this is uh, the crystal person, Big M. Uh, I'm calling in because, well, I, I have a crystal body and, you know, shiny and hard and strong, but I'm just a little worried that it's not resistant to bug damage and there's going to be, you know, a billion bugs. And that last call made me worry about, you know, if they're going to be eating entire deer, are they going to get a taste for for that and want something, you know, shiny, hard, and potentially delicious? I guess that's that's my question. Okay, you sound a little panicked. Are you, are you, do you see a cicada right now that you're trying to get away from, or what's going on? No, I, I just, I can only be on the phone for a little while because, um, well, the last time we called in, if you remember, people were interested in finding me. I'll just yeah. say that. That hasn't stopped. You know, they're definitely oh. still trying to find me. And I don't think it will work out so good for Crystal Person if that happened. So, uh, I guess not. And now you've got these possibly flesh or crystal-eating cicadas to worry about. Oof. Exactly. I, I have, there's things coming at me from all kinds of directions. I love my crystal body, but... You know, I want I also love my freedom. So I, I, I gotta kind of be always on the lookout, always kind of on my toes, watching, looking, not being on the phone too long. Sure. Yeah, well, real quick then, before you have to go, Victoria, can you tell Crystal Person, like, are they safe? I don't know what a Crystal Person is. It's, a, um, it's not that complicated. Is it? They're a Crystal Person. Like Their a name co- is Crystal Person. Like, they like crystals? They're made out of crystals, Victoria. Think like about their it. Their bodies made out of crystals? Yes. Now, can a cicada consume a crystal flesh? No. Or is crystal type weak against cicada type? Cicada type? No, no. They're. I'm not. I don't know much about geology. But I'm going to throw this out here. Crystals are quite hard typically you know on a scale of hardness pretty high up there and cicadas tiny little bug mouths don't work so good on rocks so no they also i mean you know just think about think about a leaf imagine a leaf and how uh-huh. soft it is and it's kind of brittle and if you were to chomp down on it it would break up into little pieces real easy, right? 
Like Gladys. Yeah, I mean, unless we're talking, like, about a water type or something that, like, is ineffective against a plant type. I guess using your system of types, the cicada is a bug type, right? So they're Mm -hmm. very effective against plant type in the type system? I think so. I'm gonna... I mean, in real life science, I would argue that's the case. But a crystal type person, uh-huh. you know, if they land on you, you just, they're not going to eat you. But what if there's like a billion of them on me? Ooh, yeah, there's a lot of them. These things add up. I mean, I've seen the mummy returns too. It's not like it's just one beetle. It's all of the beetles in the tomb. Right, come, yeah. And they get you all together. Like, what if a whole team of them come? And I'm a billion's a lot. That's all I'm saying. That's true. One of the bigger numbers. Oh no! I, I oh man, I just I goofed it up again. I put I put 69 minutes, not 69 seconds. Oh, oh they found me. I gotta go. Bye, guys. Oh, good luck. Uh, Godspeed. Was that uh, a helicopter? Yeah, Boss Bo- Hayes is chasing after them. It's like, just, I don't know. We all we know what's up. It's no big deal. Okay. They'll be fine. They've got crystal vision. Um, shouldn't be a problem. Sure. Yeah, it's like you can see with crystals. I'm not sure what it is actually. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to learn more about it. Maybe if Jasper ever stops hunting them, um, we could chat about it sometime. But that's for another time. Right now, there's more people, you know, at second call in a row raising more concerns uh, than I had before. So hopefully, you know, we can just keep addressing issues as they come up and they won't start multiplying. Unlike these frightening little dudes coming out of the ground. So let's take another caller. Uh, Next caller, you're on. How's it going? Hey, it's. Cool trainer Dale here, he, him, and my my dog's a, a pretty competent fire type, and I'm a level one human fighter, which, as you probably already know, means I can punch once every 30 seconds. I was wondering, am I prepared for this swarm of bug types flying in? Oh well, yeah, good question. Are you, are you going to punch the, the cicadas? I mean, if I have to. You gotta okay. do what you gotta do. They're looking like they're trying to be pretty buck with me here. I wouldn't recommend trying to fight them. My fire-type dog is obviously more than level one, but is it going to be super effective against these bugs? What is a fire-type dog? It's a fire dog. Yeah, fire-type dog. Like a... Um, Hey, let me just... I think I've got the type matchup chart right over here, Uh and let me just bring it down. I'm sure it's uh, the, the most recent generation of types. Oh, yeah, because this is a new dog, I assume. Yeah, very new dog. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's looking like fire type. And let me just go over bug type. That's going to be very effective. Is that good? What does the expert think about that? Yeah, Victoria, what do you? What would you say a very effective attack against the cicada? Like, how would that pan out? In relation to fire? So, I have a, I suppose, a follow-up question. Um, so hey, who's doing the interview here? Great point. <laughs> uh, got him. You got me. Sorry, go on. Uh, <laughs> for the fire dog, do- fire type dog, is there, and I, I hesitate to ask this with sincerity, but are they on fire with flames? His tongue is made of fire. Okay. So there's fire. It's just generally kind of hot most of the time. And it's made out of a bunch of sharp rocks that are seemingly connected by... Fire? Very hot fire and magma. Okay. Well, in that case, I would say that cicadas are pretty flammable compared to rocks. So... How much experience do you think my dog could get training against these cicadas? So, like if I were to walk around in the tall grass, the tall grass, and encounter them, uh huh, that sounds like their natural habitat, right? It's... The cicadas. Are there yeah. going to be a bunch of kids in funny hats 
trying to fight me with their cicadas. Are there, like, our kids, like, bug catchers gonna be catching these bad boys and training them to fight Dale's dog? Or, like, Cause wait. My dog has a proclivity for fighting other people's pets. Well, that's yeah, all new. of our pets do. That's new. Just for its own enjoyment. Yeah, for funsies. That seems dangerous. Um, Until it, well, no, it, they only ever get knocked out. Well, yeah, that, there are rules and standards and like techniques yeah. to do it safely. Okay. Then you take them to the pet hospital. Yeah. Well, that's good that you take them to the hospital. I feel like I'm not quite qualified to answer this question, unfortunately. But the last time the cicadas came out, about 17 years ago, I do mm-hmm. remember as a child collecting the bugs, the cicadas. Uh... So, I suspect other children who like cicadas will collect them. I don't know how you would train them. They're not very smart. Got them. Pretty dumb. <laughs> Dunked on them again. I think your dog could take the cicadas. I guess is my well, answer. Well, then I'll, I'll be out there in the grass doing what I, I do best. Thank you so much for your, your input. Th- thanks. Thanks for calling. Yeah, get out there on that grind, I guess, you know? If you've got especially a fire type or um, a... Catch catch them all, huh? Gotta catch them all? Did you just come up with that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, let's say I did. Okay, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm gonna hang of this. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you're... I feel like uh, you're providing a lot of really important information for people. And a lot of really important slogans. I'm trying. Thank you. And, you know, thanks for being here. Um, I, I appreciate you for answering 911. Yeah, well, you know, we've just got the phone here that's got that number now, and so no one ever calls it. I, that's why, I don't know if you noticed, I thought you were just calling my regular phone and trying to schedule... A guest spot, and now here we are. But here we are. Anyways, here's another caller. Next caller, you're on. Hey there, Pam. It's Pam. Hey, Pam. How's it going? Yeah, I'm calling because uh, I got Shaggy Dog here, and he's only a level 1.5 dog type. I'm concerned he's not prepared for this brood X we're talking about. Yeah, dog type is one of the ones that I am less familiar with. I don't foresee this dog getting anywhere past 1.5. But if he ever wants to, he's got to survive this brood here. Yeah, I mean, that's going to get that's going to get him a lot of uh experience possibly, you know, that might push him over to level 2 if he Or can. he'll die and that's how it was meant to be. I would prefer if that didn't happen. Well, we got the expert carried here. away by all the swarms and taken off into the trees like perhaps God intended. Mm. Victoria, do you know if dog type has even a chance to fend off a, you know, a swarm of bug types? Uh, well, I, what I would recommend is to have the dog not eat too many cicadas, just because they're, they might upset the dog's stomach. Um, like they're, are they bug slash poison type? They're not poisonous, but you know, it's just Uh. not easily digested and, you know, dogs, uh, stomachs get upset easily sometimes, especially if it's a just a 1.5. That seems like a low level, I'm guessing. Good to know. I got a related question. I want to fortify my zoo, and I figured these creatures, they seem to be shedding off a lot of uh, exoskeletons. And should I be collecting these exoskeletons to make some sort of bug-like armor? Great question. Yeah, could you make a sort of a chitinous armor out of these little guys unfortunately they're pretty brittle kind of like a potato chip you could just crush it in your hand do they taste as good as a potato chip not a good question yeah no no they taste bitter are you speaking Mm. from experience i i don't want to say fair enough that's your right huh are the like little ghostly versions of them liable to come back to life yeah I'm asking the same question. They're they're not ghosts. They're just, you know, they're they're dead skin, you know, essentially. 
there's no potential for other creatures getting inside and moving it around like a robot. Oh, yeah, like a mech. Normally I would say no, but I am getting a little concerned that there is room for um, for a, a stranger truth. So I don't think so, but in this place, I don't know. Are ghosts real here? I'm asking you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you went to school, didn't you? Several schools, by the sound of it. I did. What are the chances of one of these creatures dying in circumstances that are not great, like it's been wronged and has all this unfinished business and that these little oh. exoskeletons will be inhabited by one of their, their spirits? Yeah, it's like a perfect vessel for a poltergeist. I don't know how high the murder rate is in the Cicado community. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like this is the kind of thing that they would teach you in bug school. I know the names of all their body parts. I know their mating rituals. I know what they eat. I know the different types of cicadas. I know... I know I know a lot. I I did a gosh darn dissertation. I've been to school for a long time. But I don't How long have you been here? Uh an hour and ten minutes, I think. Huh. I recognize your voice. I don't know why. I, How the heck do you get here? I feel like I recognize your voice. I feel like when I was driving in the car, I saw something on the road and I heard this this voice in my head. And I think it was your voice. So why do you know eh, my voice? Very much not true. I was busy. I. What were you busy with? None of your business. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Why do I know your voice? I've I've not been here very long. Well, you know, Pam was the first person I met here too. She's like. But it wasn't your. Say, I just got one of them voices. I. It's like my mind doesn't want me to remember. But it was this horrible, horned fur-covered creature. It had, like, moss growing on it, and it... But it it sounded just like you. You mean the beast? I don't know what the beast is, but that sounds about right. Well, Pan, it looks like I got a, a situation over here. A couple of the, the zoo participants are getting into fights over food. So I gotta go. Bye! Oh, okay. Bye, Pam. Great talking to you. Um, hmm... Sounds like you're getting more familiar with the people around here, you know? Making friends, that's fun. I, I guess so. Yeah, soon you'll just be another, another fun face around town. How do I leave? I have children. So anyways, looks like the phone is still ringing. Got more people uh, interested in your, I guess you call it expertise, don't even know if they kill each other in a horrible passion, but you know plenty of stuff. So, let's, I bet I bet you could answer whatever this question is, and it's happening right now. Next caller, you're on. Hi, my name is Susan. She, her. Uh, I'm just calling because I'm so excited that we have a visitor to town. And I just have a few questions. First question is, are you a wizard? Second question is, how did you obtain your wizard power? Uh, my next question is, are you a cicada, a single cicada in a human suit, or many cicadas in a human suit? My other question is, how did you come to this town? What kind of enchantments did you do? My other more questions that I have are, do you... Susan, could you slow, slow your roll a little bit? I didn't write any of that down. Okay, well... Uh, I guess whichever questions you want to answer those questions, I would like to hear your answers. Victoria, uh, did you write anything down? Uh, nope, nope, didn't didn't write them down. But I do. Uh, first off, I remembered the wizard one. Uh, not oh, yeah, a, are you a wizard? Not a wizard. Um, hmm. not a wizard. Did you study wizardry at school? You were there for a while. Didn't have the chance. They didn't offer hmm. wizard. At my school, any of my schools, none of my schools had wizard as an option for a career oh, track. Okay. Don't know any incantations and not a cicada of any kind on the inside of me. Just a human, non-wizard. Except for the one you ate, right? 
sometimes you get curious. Uh, not not a human. Not 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 a Wait, human. Wait, did you just say not, not a human? I'm not not. I'm a human, regular human. Okay. This is my final answer. I don't know about this human, not human. I'm a human business, but um. That was a little confusing, right? That was a little confusing. I do appreciate you answering some of my questions. I didn't write down the rest of my questions either, so I guess I'll take the rest of my answers off the air. Bye. What? I don't know how we're going to do that. Yeah, that's confusing. Um, yeah. I think I got the gist of it, though. Not a wizard. Yeah. Not a cicada. Human. Yes, a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. I'm not your trust you for now because you're here and you're the only person who can defend us against these strange creatures so let's get another caller in here uh next caller you're on what do you need to know about bugs hello this is the artist known as memo's corpse hear him and as you are surely aware i have a massive body of work involving uh-huh. Drone slash ambient music. Right, yeah, I think I've heard some of it. And this event has inspired me to create a new musical involving entirely the sounds of the cicada. What an interesting project. So I was wondering where, how I should record these creatures. Should I be using little tiny mics for each and every one of them? Or should I be using one giant mic? Perhaps I should follow them around with actual drones with microphones attached to them. Mm. I defer to your expertise. Are, are you going to 
let me just take a step back. So the easiest way to record the cicadas would be to go out to a wooded area, a forest of some kind, take some microphones, probably a big one, I guess, and to record them in their wild kind of natural habitat. Is that Mm. what you intend on doing? That is a start, but I would ideally like to get them on a stage. Okay. And perform musical numbers, songs that are of 12 to 24 minutes in length, as well as accompanying choreographed dance numbers. Is that possible? uh, No, uh, but... I guess if you can get them inside, I guess that would be something. I don't know how you would... How would you suggest I coax them to come indoors? I don't know. Is there a... What are their favorite foods? Toys? They don't use toys. Uh, They eat. Perhaps they love a particular kind of song. They mostly just do their own singing, but it's, it's for mating purposes. I... I don't... Oh, so this is a sexy dance. Mm, yeah, essentially, it's a it's a mating call. So they're trying to get the the female cicadas, uh, the male cicadas are trying to get the female cicadas to come over. Um, so I. So perhaps if I disguise myself as a massive cicada and danced around like a male cicada. All of the female ones would come to me. Uh, that sounds very creepy, but maybe. And then perform for me on my stage. Uh, I don't. Sounds like a sure thing to me. See what could go wrong. I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Then I am off to realize my dream. Thank you so much. Wow, well, can't wait to see this one. That sounds like a delightful performance. I do like musicals. I'd be really curious to know what the best way. Uh, what he finds out is the best way to mic a cicada if they prefer, you know, like would, multiple mics or what their thing is. I would genuinely be curious to see how he does that. Uh, as a, a scientist, you know, any sort of recording of uh, the cicada is fascinating to me. Do you like it, like, when there's, like, a lot of reverb on it? Maybe some distortion? I mostly listen to um, classical music, so some tasteful reverb can be nice. Mm, sounds boring. Anyways, uh, next caller probably curious about these funny little guys. Next caller, you're on. Hello. This is Topher Jormansen. He, him. Creator and host of the critically acclaimed series, Wind Through Trees. Is it? I haven't heard of it. It'll be on later. Yes. Okay. Immediately following What kind of a show is this it? Program. What, what kind of show is it? Well, typically it is a show where we indulge and immerse ourselves in the music made by the breeze fondling the leaves of the local trees. Yeah, Topher plays a lot of wind sounds for an hour. Is it like ASMR? It's live. It's live music. Yeah, sure. It's wind through trees. Yeah, kind of right like it says on the bag. But as you may have surmised, this massive brood of very noisy insects is disrupting my forthcoming broadcast. All of my mics that are situated within the canopies of many trees in the area. Every single feed is just, just these bugs, no wind, no trees, just these screaming, terrifying insects. And I cannot hope to have a successful session if these bugs are going to be so darn loud. Can't you just, like, use an old recording? How dare you. Okay. My listeners would never fall for such a cheap trick. Mm. Every recording is fresh and new, never recycled. 
every song its own little bit of poetry, just a dance between the two elements of nature. I wouldn't expect you to understand. I don't, but... Your program is clearly just the chattering of adult minds. I mean, you're calling in and participating, so kind of... I'm at the end of my rope. How do I get rid of these creepy creatures so that I may successfully record this next session? You just you just have to wait. Is there a certain time of day that they abate? They're sort of often active in the evenings. But, I mean, when they're going, that's kind of a all-day kind of thing. I mean, they're only alive for a little while, so... This answer is unacceptable to me. I don't... I just don't really like ASMR stuff. Gives me the creeps. That's not ASMR. Okay. It's live music. I mean, you, your, your voice. But I'm sorry. This is my normal speaking voice. Do you have, like, your... Phone hooked up to a microphone? When I go to the store, this is how I order groceries. When I go through the Taco Castle drive-thru, this is how I speak into the microphone to receive my order. Do you have to get out of your car to put your mouth directly on the receiver? Their microphones are a lot more powerful than you would expect. They can hear everything. For them, I guess. Well, how would you suggest I create a successful listening experience for my avid listeners? Yeah, because you certainly don't know how to do that. I mean, that was a dunk. That was a that was a dunk. While I do feel dunked even by someone stealing zing words from popular network TV characters, maybe perhaps a compilation episode is in order, like a best of. We had some pretty good juniper content a few months back, and the sarsaparilla serenade always pushes my buttons, so I could perhaps feature that as well. Why not? Sure. Do that. Well, uh, thank you both for being of absolutely no help at all. Wow. Goodbye. Seemed like an unnecessarily rude way to end. Yeah, I I didn't like that one. Let's get a palate cleanser in here. Uh, some, someone, someone better, someone better to talk to. Um, next caller, you're. How are you? Hey there, this is Gerwin. He, him, and I just got a simple question here for your etymologist. Can you tell me the history and origin, perhaps, of the word unction? Uh, unction. I'm. I know that one. I'm not an etymologist. I'm an entomologist, and etymologist studies words, kind of their history, the meanings, changing meanings, all that fun stuff. Very fascinating, but uh, I don't know. Unction, uh, is that like greasy? Greasiness? Is that what that means? Beats me. Oh, did he hang up? I guess he hung up. So, whatever. Uh, Words are hard. Anyways, let's get another caller in here. Uh, someone else. Next caller, you're on. Hey there, this is Gerwin. He, him. And I just got a simple question. Um, what is the history of the word French press? Gerwin, we've been over this. Yeah. I think it's just the title for a, the type of device it is. It's not like a... Yeah. Yeah, but uh, what is the history and origin of the word? Why do you need to know that? I don't know. Maybe it was popular in France? You got pre- press it. I need to know what the history of the word is. I don't, I don't think we can help you, bud. I, I'm just I mighty to, curious. I don't know. So, okay. Uh-huh. French press. It's two words. It's a compound word. It's one two, word. Two separate words. One long word. Look, I don't think we have time to worry about your etymological concerns when I can... I can hear the cicadas getting closer. We don't have much time left, and I can't... We can't waste this resource that we have right now. Gwent... 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 Gil... Whatever you said your name was. 
What about facsimile? Oh my god. Okay. No. I would just Google it. Yeah, try that. It's not the same at all. Or dictionary. Those or are good. Color me uh, incredibly disappointed. Okay. Bye. No, okay, bye. Uh, man. I mean, I am curious what, what the history of the French press is. I like coffee. I mean, sure, look, we all are now, but we've got more pressing concerns. The brood yeah. is coming. I can hear it, uh, which which definitely does make me want to go out there and, uh, you know, continue my research. I mean, I want to go home yeah, and see my family. Would. I mean, hmm? the, my, my family, my husband and my children. Do they live here? They don't, and I need to go to where they live, which is where I live. Oh. Have we met? Your husband? Do I know him? No, he... We just met. He... He lives... Alright, I think we got another caller. Um, anyways, maybe it's your husband, you never know. Uh, next caller, you're on... How's it going? Um, is anybody... Anybody there? Hello. 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 I'm just hearing that horrible scream of your best friend's the cicada. It, I mean, it, it is quite loud. It's impressive how loud they are compared to their size. Uh, I yeah. mean, the, the quantity of them definitely does the job. Uh, yeah, so in your training at the academy, did you learn their language, and can you interpret what they're trying to tell me on this call? I didn't go to an academy. I went to uh, different universities. I don't okay. know exactly what they're saying, but it is designed to attract the, f the females, like I said before. It also lets the... Uh, the th there's kind of segments and groups of the cicadas in the brood. And it's a way of sort of the different, you know, bunches start to, to sing in unison uh, and mm -hmm. are able to uh, kind of communicate to the other different groups. You'll hear kind of a, you know, as, as we're hearing right now, sort of waves of uh, different sounds. Uh, if you're, you know, sitting out on your porch on a, on a warm summer evening or spring, you know, afternoon... You'll hear one group kind of make their, their call, and then another group across the way make their call. I mean, it's it's actually quite amazing that these little creatures are, are doing something in this collective, sort of congregational way, I think. So wait, you're telling me that they, they're, they've formed up. They've, they've formed ranks, and they're coming for me, and that's they're trying to intimidate me on the call right now? Is that what you're saying? I don't know how they got on the call, so I can't, I can't answer that. Um, I hope not. Look, you've interpreted their words, I assume exactly, and you're telling me that they're together. They form probably a pan-sized cicada swarm, and they're, they're after me, and they're trying to make themselves known? I don't think so, but I can't rule it out. I mean, this is a... Very strange place. They may just be letting you know that their territory is theirs. Maybe to just stay in a stay in your lane sort of thing. Okay. See, now we're getting to even more intimidating language. Alright, you little, small, screaming bastards. Listen to me. I won't let you intimidate me on my own radio show. I'm not going to take any crap from some little bug, however, I don't care how many of you there are. I don't care that you're coming to get me. I'm ready. We are ready. Can somebody, whoever, whoever's around, trace that call so that I can track these little guys down and give them a little talking to? Thanks. <sighs> Victoria, your buddies are getting out of line. Oh, I don't I don't think they mean anybody any harm. I mean, they're just bugs. But I don't know you anymore. You keep saying that. I just don't know anymore. 
just want to go home, really. But maybe we could take some more calls. Yeah, you know, I think we got one more, one more in us before I, I'll be able to have triangulated the call from these little devils, and uh, I'll have to get out of here and go do some work, if you know what I'm talking about. All right, well, one last caller, you're on. How's it going? Well, my name is Evan, they, them, and um, I was a worker at the the energy factory, you probably mm-hmm. know, and, um, well, we, the cicadas have been flying around for the last little little bit, and um, I, I had a little accident where I, the, there's just so many cicadas flying around inside the energy plant, and, um, well, I tripped yeah. and I fell, and me and some of the cicadas, we we landed in this uh, toxic ooze that we use at the plant to make energy. Is that how we make energy here? I don't know, really. There's a lot of ways, but that's one of them. And I, I'm just a worker there, you know? I'm not the director or the scientist or anything. I, you know, I'm just trying to make an honest wage, you know, working and, and you know... But then, once I got yeah, out of the... Yeah, working nine to five. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to make a little... You know. And then I was... Then I got so out So tell us what was, happened next. I was... You know, I I felt like I was... Uh, my voice was really loud for some reason. Uh-huh. And I felt this really urge to kind of yell stuff. And it made everyone feel really sick in, in their heads when they heard my screaming. And then oh. I found out that I could fly. What? Yeah, I can fly cool. now. It is. And I'm I'm pretty strong, but I think that's just like a general hero thing. So, I mean, I, I'm like a cicada superhero. But, oh, that's dope. Yeah, but I just don't really want the responsibility of being like superhero stuff. I'm thinking mm-hmm. like maybe I could help the community somehow with my... My newfound strength in flying with like I could be a lumberjack or something cut the, the top of the trees off and stuff mm, uh, that's a good route yeah so yeah Victoria so when you've studied um, cicada superheroes what have you found in your research as the best application <laughs> um, this I, is serious I, <laughs> um, uh, this is gonna be my my this is gonna be my first experience with a superhero. So And for all the schools you went to like <laughs> yeah. I'm just I went to a lot of schools for a yeah. long time and I didn't see a single superhero. Not one. <laughs> mm. I don't know what I have no idea. I have never said I don't know so many times in my life. Yeah, it's weird that you called and demanded to be an expert on my show, given (laughs) how little you know Uh, about cicadas, evidently. You're right. It doesn't make sense. Um, but... Can you try to synthesize the knowledge that you do have, however much it is, and give us some ideas, at least? Give Evan some ideas? Well, I guess if, um, if Batman, uh, is, is good at being flying around and solving mysteries maybe Evan can be good at um leaving decoy bodies around that could be fun right doesn't sound very fun like a little you know schluffed off version of their body and the the bad guys come up and they're like oh where'd they go and it turns out it's just a husk so, Are those the kind of tricks they teach you in bug school? I guess. That doesn't sound very fun to oh, me. Sh- Wait. Uh, uh, <laughs> Who is that? It's me, Mr. Dazzle, you, coming out of the wall. It, you guys, I, there's this guy who's got fireworks coming Mr. out of his Dazzle. fingers. Who are those? Oh, that's Mr. Mr. Dazzle. Dazzle. I've disguised myself as your wallpaper. Have you been there the whole time, Mr. Dazzle? Mr. Dazzle is everywhere. How long have and you... And I got some good news for you. Yeah? My crime team 
has a new opening. You want it? And your right. particular set of skills are very seductive to us. How, how are you going to use my skills? However we want to. Doing cool crimes. Having good time. Nice. I, I don't know about crimes. I, I just didn't really want to be a superhero. I don't even have a cool name. My name is just Evan. How about... That's okay name. I mean, I like it. Dr. Cicada. Okay. How about Cicadad? Ooh. How about, sure. like, Psych Ada? Like, Psych, you thought you were going to get away. I, feel oh, like I thought you were going to say maybe yeah. Evan could use Psychic Mind Beams. Yeah, that was a lot. Also, can you do that? Because that would be really cool. No. I, I don't think so. What about the Cicadinator? Ooh. Oh, I feel like that's got a cool, like, ring to it. I don't know. Oh, cicada-nator. cicada-nator. We that could, could workshop it. I could kick down doors. I could... Yeah. And steal the things behind them. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Maybe I could uh, pick people up and fly them around and, you know, throw them places. And, ah, man. Okay. Well... Sounds dangerous. It... Is it dangerous, Mr. Dazzle? Of course it is. Nothing that's fun isn't dangerous. How did, how did the last opening open up? I fired them. What'd they do wrong? They weren't as cool as you. Oh, I feel bad for them. Don't. They just had not as interesting bug powers. My crime team is made up of individuals that possess incredibly specific gifts. Alright, yeah, you have to represent one of all of the 11 categories of criminal. Exactly. Is it like the Justice League? No. Okay. Alright. That is the opposite of a crime team. I'm, well, what, the Doom Patrol or whatever it's called? That's also not the crime team. What's the crime team? It's Mr. Dazzle's crime team. It's just what it's called. Okay. Well, or Mr. Dazzle's team of crime, or do do I get to, Mr. Dazzle's crime babies? Do I get to sleep at the lair? Do you have a lair? Oh yeah, it's in the swamp. Oh, then I'm signed up. I'm in. I love swamps. I love them. All right. Well, that's where you go. You're a cicada now. I know. It feels right. All right. I guess I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there so soon. I can. Let's skip the whole way there. I love this. This is the best day ever. That's Mr. Dazzle's favorite thing to hear. Besides gold coins hitting the ground. I love gold coins. Oh, I'm going to love this. Then you're going to love the lair. Well, I guess, uh, bye, Pan. Bye, mysterious visitor. Uh, I'll, I got a new job. This is great. Okay, bye. Oh, nice. Uh, people moving up in the world. That's cool. Yeah, I like, I like. I like Cicada Nader. Cool name. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, Cicada Nader. Uh, who is that? Was that? <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, did you finally triangulate that phone call? Do you know where they're where they're hiding? Wait, Jeremy, is this right? They're. This can't be right. They're right outside. They're right outside. Uh huh. Uh, Victoria, I gotta go. I'm out of here. I got. I gotta go. I gotta go. Are you gotta gonna... go? Wait. Bye. I... How am I gonna? How do I? How do I get home to my? Pan just. Pan just bugged out. <laughs> bugged out. Get it? This is my show now, I guess. Um, I thanks for joining me at Subtle Frequencies. I don't know what any of this is, or if I'm crazy now, or if I live here now forever, and if I'll ever see my family again, I guess I'll have to learn about the bug types, and the fire types, and um, what wizards are, and I guess all those 13 years of school were for nothing, and um, well thanks and uh, that's it, no more show. Bye.
from the making of this episode.